waiting to buy flood insurance when you're in the three-day cone of uncertainty, it's too late. It's too late. If you're in that three-day cone of uncertainty, we've just gone through some tremendous hurricanes. And when you're in that three-day cone and it's starting to rain, and Mildred says, Joe, did you up our flood insurance? Nope. It's too late. It's too late to get flood insurance when the storm is coming. It's too late to secure it because there's a 30-day waiting period on flood insurance. You can't get it, no matter how bad you need it. We're on a spiritual estate planning series. Last week was investments. And we talked about how earthly riches can pass away, but heavenly riches are here to stay. This week is insurance. Now, in this series, we talked about investments. And when was the best time to invest? Yesterday. When's the next best time? Today. Well, so if you don't have insurance, yesterday was the best time to get it. But if you didn't get it yesterday, the best time to get it is today. You see, here's what insurance does for you. And we're going to lock in some concepts on physical estate planning that are going to run into spiritual estate planning. Insurance covers you for a loss, for a fee, or a premium. You have to pay a premium to get covered by insurance. Somebody's got to bear the cost if you want insurance. And if you don't want insurance, then you don't have any coverage. And you got to pay for it. And there's usually a deductible. I was just talking to a, one of my children who's gotten some health insurance, and she was asking about, well, so how can I get my premium lower? Well, you can have a higher deductible. Well, what does that mean? Well, it means you've got to pay more out of pocket up front to get a lower premium. And that's usually pretty good until something happens. And then you wish you had a lower premium, a lower deductible, and the higher premium. You see, there's a trade-off. And you also have to, when you're getting insurance, there's usually an application that you have to fill out. My father's house was built in 1922 to 1924. It took two years to build it. Old, two-story wooden house built up on blocks, stem wall construction. And we moved to that house in 1960, 65, 64, somewhere in there. The house is still there. And my father and mother had insurance on it the entire time until they passed away. And then the house went to my sister. And the first thing that the insurance company did was send us a notification that the insurance was canceled because it had changed hands. Now, it hadn't changed families, but it had changed ownership. And they didn't want to insure 
1924 house any longer. So they had to go through the ropes of filling out an application and getting a structural and roof, and it took six months for them to get it. And they had to fight to get it. Or they could have gone without insurance. So they had to have an application. And this is gonna, this is gonna show you where we can go because God's rules are a little different. Let me tell you some, some numbers. 28 to 30 million here in America. That's how many people don't have health insurance. 106 million. Now we've got 330 million in America. 106 million don't have any life insurance. And 96% of those in America don't have flood insurance. But 90% of all catastrophes involve flooding. Think about California this week. and Think about all that's happening. So there's a lot of people that are uninsured. You may be one. See, the bottom line is this. You don't need insurance until you need it. And when you need it, you need it really bad. And oftentimes, it's too late to get the insurance that you need when you need it because it's too late. If you're the kind of person that plans for, I'm going to be okay and I'm not going to need any insurance. When you're in the emergency room with chest pain, don't think that you can buy any insurance then. Some people wait until the last minute to get coverage, not only in their physical estate, but in their spiritual estate. The setting is this. It's called the place of the skull, Golgotha, Calvary. This is where I want to focus you in on, on some estate planning, some spiritual estate planning. You know, when you get to the hill, when you get to the place of the skull, it might be too late. Listen to this in Luke 23. Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him, Jesus, to be executed. You see, this is the place that Jesus was crucified. He was born. He lived his life, his ministry. He was able to change people's lives and heal people. But Pontius Pilate brought Jesus and Barabbas before the people. And at the time of Passover, the custom was that they would release someone. And if you remember the, your, your Bible story, the crowd yelled, free Barabbas. Well, what about this man, Jesus? Crucify him. And he said, he's done no wrong. Crucify him. Crucify him. Crucify him. And so Jesus walks up Calvary, carrying his 
cross on his shoulder. And he's there, pinned to a piece of wood to be crucified. Along with two criminals. And when they came to the place called the skull, they crucified him there along with these criminals. One was on his right and one was on his left. And as Jesus was hanging on the cross, here's what he said. Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. And that they divided his clothes up by casting lots. And the people stood watching and the rulers even sneered at him. It's amazing when you get down, how people will kick you and kick you and kick you. The people stood watching, even the rulers sneered at him. They knew they had gotten rid of him. This loudmouth guy who said he was the Messiah. They said, he saved others, let him save himself if he's God the Messiah, the chosen one. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Are you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. You see, this is the kind of guy that doesn't buy insurance. This is the kind of guy that says, I'll do it on my own way. I'll figure it out. I don't need it. But the other man rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you're under the same sentence? He says, we are punished justly for what we're getting and what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. And then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come to your kingdom. Just one simple request. As he lay on the cross, nailed, hurting, exposed to everybody. Just remember me when you come to your kingdom. You see, you don't need insurance until you need it. And when you need it, you need it really bad. Got to ask yourself a question. Why do we put off the most important decision in our life until the last minute? Ask yourself. Just ask yourself, am I in God's hands? I mean, I'm I totally in God's hands. You may have given your life to Christ. These men have not. But are you in good hands? Yes, this is a takeoff of all state. The good hands people. Or you could be a good neighbor. You can get 15% left less than 15 minutes. You know, everybody's got a slogan. But are you in good hands? See, we've got to ask ourselves what position we're in in life. And if you are in good hands, what are you doing there? What are you doing with your life? Here's what Jesus said to the gentleman. Luke 23, 43. Jesus answered him. He said, truly I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. Now, I don't recommend this. 
this drives home a truth about Jesus Christ. That even until the last second, he, he cares for you. No matter where you are, even on a hill, he, he cares for you. You may have been a criminal who deserved punishment. He cares for you. You may not have a job, and you may have a reputation. He cares for you. You may not have a pedigree or be able to tithe. He cares for you. You may be hanging out with the wrong crowd. These two guys, they were the wrong crowd. He he cares for you. I don't care if you're an alcoholic, a drug addict, a meth head. I don't care if you've stolen your parents' money. I don't care what you've done to the very second. Jesus says, you'll be with me today in paradise. Paradise is translated the garden. Don't wait. Don't wait until the last minute. You see, the promise that Jesus Christ has for this man on the cross, the promise was good for both of them. His blood was for both of them. Insurance is to cover your loss, but you have to pay a fee. Jesus Christ paid the fee. You can get your loss covered with no premium. You don't have a deductible. You don't have to fill out an application. You don't have to be a member of a church. You can come hanging on a cross. And I know that church people like to think that some people don't deserve Jesus Christ. And I'll tell you that none of us do. Not a single one of us do. And so if we don't, how about that cat on the cross? If he deserves it, we do, but we don't. So so let me ask you this question. Are you insured? Do you have I mean, this is an estate planning series. And I want to make sure that you're covered. You've got to invest. And you've got to have your stuff covered. Because if not, you lose it all. Do you want full coverage today.
Are you at a point in your life where maybe you said, I can get through. I'm all right. You can have full coverage today. No application fee, no deductible, no premium. It's yours. Jesus Christ did it for us. Let me ask you. Do you know the Lord? Because if you don't, there's no better time than today. Are you living your fullest for the Lord? I mean, I know we're all comfortable. We're all nice and easy. Everything's working good. Do you need more coverage? Do you need to soak into the God of this universe today? Let's pray. Dear Father, uh, I know that you came that we would have life and we would have life in abundance. And Father, I know that you sent your son to ensure that we have access to eternal life. And Father, we also know, as you demonstrated in your word right here, that everyone can come to you, that there is plenty of room at the cross. Father, even hanging on the cross, there's still room. We thank you, God. We thank you that you accept us just like we are. And Father, I would say that anyone that is here today and anyone that is listening that doesn't know you, that wants a relationship with you, all they've got to do is just ask. Remember me. Remember me, God. Remember me. That's how simple it is. If you haven't given your life to Christ, all you've got to say is, Jesus, remember me when you come to your kingdom. He wants you. And dear Lord, I thank you right now for any of those that are making decisions for you. I encourage them. I decree and declare over their life that they'll see a change and they'll feel the comfort of knowing that they're insured with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So if you'd like, we have uh, folks that will pray for you. If you want to make a decision for Christ, today's the day. No matter where you are, you can do it in your, in your car, in your room. You can do it here in church. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hello, this is Pastor Louis. I hope you've enjoyed the message today, and I hope that it has encouraged you. If you need any further information about the message or our ministries, please contact us at the numbers on the screen. Our live worship is 1030 each Sunday morning, and we can also be seen on YouTube and Facebook at thelivingcornerstone.org. Be blessed.